0: Listeners, just a quick heads up that this episode contains massive spoilers for season 2 of The Mandalorian, so if you haven't seen that yet and spoilers bother you, don't listen to this episode. Also, Ethan, your opinions about the new trilogy are garbage. Thanks everybody, enjoy. creature servants.
1: Because Mandalorian is weird <laughs> it's not, you know what I, I don't disagree what, what do you think is weird about it okay so we've we've seen like
0: for people who haven't like read the wikipedia pages and haven't read all the extra books like mm-hmm. I feel like we're just constantly being thrown into new like okay uh I haven't watched I watched the very first Clone Wars tv show Back when it was, like, the 2D animation, I haven't really watched any of the the 3D animation. I knew a little bit about Ahsoka, and so, like, being introduced to them in this, I'm just, like, thrown for a loop, and I'm not exactly... And I keep seeing all this really angry posts about, like, how Ahsoka looked, and I'm also seeing all these really weird posts about um, the Mandalorian... uh, law code or the Mandalorian rule set and seeing like, you know, Mando was grown and we find out in season two, like he was raised in a cult that like they don't take the helmets off. But I, and so, and and we're just kind of introduced now to a lot more world building aspects of the Mandalorian culture. And I just don't know where, like, I want to know like which, which one is the more original or are both just really well like are both like offshoots of an original culture that are that has been forgotten to time. Um, right,
1: right. It's super
0: interesting stuff to me, but I'm also like I don't I don't really talk a lot about this with Annie because she's she would just look at me and be like, "I don't know." Like right. she, she wouldn't she's she's she she would listen to me uh spout about it, but she she wouldn't have an opinion or or anything about it. Uh, mm. But I know you have an opinion and I know I you have, <laughs> you've, you've actually researched quite a lot of Star Wars. A little bit. In fact, not, not, not based on Star Wars now. Like, I remember you tell, talking to me about the Silmarillion
1: mm.
0: back in like high school. Mm hmm. And then I would go out and like whenever I was talking with Annie about the Silmarillion or the Lord of the Rings, I would talk about the book, and she's like, "Joey, you've never actually read the book." I was like, "No, but Ethan talked to me about it, yeah. so I pretty much have."
1: <laughs> yeah, you've got it. No, I, I know what you mean, and I know I like know that's Jimmy. how you
0: are with Star Wars as well,
1: <laughs> right? Well, I try, I do my best. Well, since they, since uh, Disney bought everything and they made the expanded universe legendary. You know, I, I who knows what is all true or not. So I, I know I know why you bring some of this up. I so I have not watched the the kind of big Clone Wars show. Um, Beth has Beth really really likes it, and so I don't know a ton about Ahsoka either. I, I'll be very clear. Um, okay, let me say what I like, let, let, let me kind of respond first though to to I think I think what you're bringing up, which I think is good. What I currently like about The Mandalorian is because the expanded universe stuff has been set kind of over here, and it's no longer like law. It's no longer canon. It, it's just more like mythology that that sometimes we can pull from and stuff. Um, I, whenever I watch the set, particularly the second season. As I was watching the second season, I I'm I allowed the elements that are connected to the stuff over here to try to stand on their own. And so, who is okay. Ahsoka? Well, Ahsoka, if if you know who Ahsoka is, if you watched Clone Wars, so go and watch it. It's on Disney Plus. Like like that's that's sort of the idea, right? But. I don't think you need to know all of that stuff to understand what Ahsoka is in that episode of the Mandalorian. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, which, which I think is good. Like that's a good thing about the show. That that's a, that means that, that who is Ahsoka? Ahsoka is a Jedi. That's what we know. We know Ahsoka is a Jedi. We know that that episode is meant to, um, um, is meant for us to, to feel some of the, the stories of like Imperial Japan and the samurai being kind of pushed out of the territory, you know, and, and the samurai needing to, you know, try to, to get back into the territory and help out. Like yeah. That's like the feeling, right? You know, uh, and that's something that I, another thing I really like about the Mandalorian is, is the stuff that they try to capture, in the feel of the show, right? Yes. The um it's a space western. Yes, it is, but but within that, you're able to capture elements of Star Wars that are lost or sort of bogged down by the way um the prequels kind of tell the story, or by the way uh some other things are done. That's something I really like about the Mandalorian, right? Like the, the Jedi Knights are in many ways sort of like samurai, like, like that's, that's kind of what they're supposed to be. That's sort of tossed out the window in the prequels. Um, and, uh, and, and in the original trilogy, the, the point is more that Luke sort of forges his own way forward. And so he, he takes on some of the samurai principles, but, but ultimately does things his own way uh, and, then, and then it's totally not present at all in the new trilogy.
0: There's a new trilogy? I don't
1: know. Exactly. <laughs> and so the Mandalorian is able to kind of recapture some of that stuff by telling these episodic stories that, that have a lot in common with um, uh, stories like that. I think about in the first season where Mando helps liberate a village and then yep. he stays in the village and then he almost removes his helmet. For for uh, the woman he loves, or for that woman that, that liked him, uh, that's another really uh, strong episode that really has that air, right? Like it has mm-hmm. that that feeling of of samurai, and that's another reason why the Mandalorian are so interesting. Is that the Mandalorian? I think are also supposed to invoke that. This was a very long tangent for me to ultimately say this. I. I am my the way I am approaching the Mandalorian is by allowing the Mandalorian to tell me what the mythology is. Makes and so rather than going, well, ra- rather than going, well, according to Wikipedia, that that's all thrown out the window anyway there. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, like that. Yeah, that's there. And yeah. And, and I'm always happy when they pull from it. Like, I'm really happy they pulled and they use the dark saber like like yeah. I'm, I'm really happy that i'm really happy that grand admiral thrawn is sort of mentioned in the ahsoka episode grand admiral thrawn is such a great um addition to the expanded universe like i'm glad they invoke the dark troopers that's another expanded universe thing Th- these are things that are really good you know that they're pulling from the expanded universe but i'm I'm okay with like, so like the watch, the what they call them the watch. Well, the watch is a play off of the Mandalorian thing, the death watch, which is a, which is a part of the expanded universe. And and it's sort of a subsect of Mandalorians who are, who are um, fighting on Mandalore with, with the rest of them, you know, against the, the mainstream Mandalorians. and, and that's not, and, and, and so they're going for that. Right. Like, like they're, they're, they're going for this, you know, Bo- Bo-Katan is like, yeah, you're a part of the watch. You're part of this kind of cultish sect of, of who we are that, that, that sort of maintains um, our principles in, in a really extreme way and, and are sort hmm. of like extremists. OK. Rather than me go back and say, well, that's not what the death watch is. I go. It doesn't matter. Like, like this is what it is. This is what the watch is. And then we and then we kind of go, okay. So side thing, Jory and I'm sorry I'm babbling because I no, but no, you'll no. find You're this good. interesting. There's some great discourse on Twitter. And by great, I mean bad. Um
0: it's about, on Twitter, of course. It's
1: on Twitter, about how the Mandalorians, it's from ex-evangelicals, right? So evangelicals who are no longer evangelicals, but who think like evangelicals, but they're just not evangelicals, um, who, who are trying to make the claim that the Mandalorian culture, like, like the stuff that's happening in the show, is, is, a, is a kind of a long um, metaphor for evangelicals and mainline Christians. And so ex evangelicals are like, Mando is a part of this evangelical subsect. And the more in season two, the more he, he explores and sees mainline Christians like Bo Tan and other things, he begins to shed some. You see what I'm saying? Everybody's like, oh, yeah. They're like, oh, this is great.
0: <laughs> it has and, to, it, there's something in modern culture. It has to be about evangelicals. It has got to be. be.
1: So the reason why I discovered this is because there's a person in my cohort who is studying Islam who comments on this. And she goes, guys, it's Islam. And they're like, what are you talking about? She's like, it's it's self-evidently Islam. Like, like, don't you see that it's just Islam? (laughs) Like like, jihadist warlike culture, tribes one subsect only is veiled (laughs) the other subsect isn't like like and she's just naming all this like it's just islam guys well agree to disagree no not agree to disagree i'm right it has nothing to do with evangelical christianity In fact, the entire uh, she's like the entire metaphor about the Imperials wiping out the Mandalorians is just the West's war against Islam. Like, like, that's all what it is that that that's the answer. And and I'm like, yeah, you know, do 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 I think it's Islam all the way down? I mean, it's it's Star Wars. So it's it's no but but it has way more in common with a with a with an islam metaphor than it does an evangelical metaphor you know Uh, i think she said mando is a bedouin he's a nomadic traveling high you know highly conservative muslim who travels in the desert and and engages in jihad (laughs) you know that's what he is (laughs) Like, like that's the answer when he encounters other cultures he tries to figure out how to continue his own religion in the midst of that so those are my those are my long form thoughts but yeah those are those are some of, that's my initial response to that i'm sorry mm. once again for the babbling that like i do my best with mandalorian to kind of allow them to tell me what the mythology is um and so and and because the clone wars show is canon by the way, the 2D Samurai Jack Clone Wars is no longer canon, which is a shame because it's, it, that's what they said. It, it's a shame because it fits everything perfectly together. It's a seamless masterpiece that that seamlessly co- connects episode two to episode three without any problems. Yeah. Uh, and it's far superior. I mean, it's so good.
0: Especially with Mace Windows, like, he loses his lightsaber and still takes out like an entire droid army by himself. I'm like, right. that's a great scene. I don't and know that's... why you would ever, if, if I was Disney, I'd have been like, that's not Canon, except for that, that episode, that's still Canon.
1: <laughs> yeah. Except for that one moment. I mean the whole, the whole star Wars clone Wars miniseries is great. Like it's, it's well put together. The voice acting's good. Uh, General Grievous is not totally, you know, abysmal. That's nice. Asajj Ventress, is in, Asajj Ventress is in the Clone Wars show too, but I think that okay. her story arc is a lot leaner. It's lean. That's what I like about it. I, I prefer lean stories. You know me,
0: yeah.
1: but, um, but yeah, that, that's kind of my approach to the Mandalorian. And so I, I don't spend a ton of time, which is uncharacteristic of me. I don't spend a ton of time asking like, how does this all fit in the expanded universe? And instead, I, I go, OK, well, you know, this is the Mandalorian thing. You know, you got Bo-Katan, you got you got the the kind of these sort of mainstream Mandalorians who, who live by code, have their religion, all that stuff. And then Mando is is apparently a part of this cult cultish sleeper cell, you know, that that does that does other things. That's fine. I, I, I accept that. Other things are still in play. Dark saber still in play. I mean, hey, mm-hmm. at the end of that, at the end of the season finale, uh, when uh, Bib Fortuna showed up and Boba Fett killed the shit out of Bib Fortuna and then ascended Jabba's throne, I, I, I curse Disney again. Like when they announced years ago and they announced Disney Plus, I was like, under no circumstances will I purchase this. This is ridiculous. And he goes, First new show, The Mandalorian. And I'm like, oh, you crafty lass. You crafty devil. <laughs> I'm gonna have to give you money for this. And then and then like and then they announced the book of Boba Fett. I was like, oh, you crafty devil. I'm trapped forever. <laughs> I'm trapped forever. <clears throat> of course I will spend money to watch 30 minutes of episodes of Boba Fett murdering people in Tatooine. Of course I will. That's all I've wanted. Yeah. That's all I've ever wanted since I saw him in *Empire Strikes Back*. I was like, I don't know about any of these other people, but that guy is fucking cool, right there. I don't know who he is. You mean that guy who, who, when Darth Vader walks up to him and chastises him, he doesn't like just he doesn't choke and disappear. He's just like, "Whatever you want, sir. I don't give a shit." <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, those are some of my thoughts about the Mandalorian.
0: I, have a, I do have one question about the Mandalorian. Annie and I can't figure out where. What year is it between the end of the original trilogy and the beginning of the crap that we have now?
1: Well, it it, it can't be too many years after Return of the Jedi. Um, yeah. I'm sure there's an answer for this. Like, I'm sure there's a, there's a there's a definitive answer. But like. It can't be too many years, not just because of Luke, not just because Luke's not not that old, uh, but like the the New Republic is obviously not that established because there's still major Imperial holdouts and and you know not all of the galaxy sort of recognizes New Republic rule in some in some ways like the Outer Rim is still sort of like you know whatever like I don't care yeah um and so my my guess is probably somewhere in the in the 10-year range after return of the jedi that's my guess i uh yeah that would probably be my guess what honey nine years after the battle of yavin really so three years after return of the jedi I personally really love it. Like I I think Mandalorian other than Rogue One, I think Mandalorian is is some of the best stuff that they're doing with Star Wars. Ultimately for the same okay. reason that Rogue One is so good, right? Like Rogue One is 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 trying to tell stories within an established universe rather than rather than try to break the universe, which is what I think the new trilogy ultimately tries to do, you know. Yeah. So well. No, I love it. What do you go for it? Go for
0: it. I I just—it's a joke. But like one thing I've seen recently is that in every trilogy, uh, you can find Palpatine, and every single time you find him, he's just asking someone to kill him, and it's just like this is really just the story of how an old man wanting to die, (laughs) asking for death, and people keep bringing him back.
1: I mean, he was hard he was hard to look at in the new trilogy he he, that was that was tough that was tough i think the new trilogy Uh is um offensive is is more like like the the prequel the prequels are bad but like we grew up with them they're kind of like right here you know they strike me a little bit in the heart they're bad films and 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 they're 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 bad films but they're nonsense you know like you can't Mm -hmm. without the expanded universe you don't know what's happening like it's quickly explain who the trade federation is with only by only referencing episode one and then you go i can't like i I have no idea what's happening but uh the new trilogy is offensive like that was bad yeah yeah
0: i mean at least like at least the prequel trilogy has been utilized by memes so well that like mm. every scene is a meme. So I'm like, yeah, even if you don't like the films, you're going to eventually like it because you'll just watch it and you'll be like, this is where the fun begins. So like, oh, yeah, great. I got the meme. I like, you know, you instantly get it.
1: Uh, right, right. New stuff,
0: You there's there's nothing.
1: Yeah, I, I can't with, even- What are you going
0: to do with any of them?
1: Yeah, I can't even remember lines, in the new trilogy, except for except for I uh, made Snoke, which is my favorite moment in all of the new trilogy. I uh, made Snoke, <laughs> and then you just see Snoke floating in a vat. Like, wow, he literally made me. He made, he, like, it's not not a not a I was the shadow behind the throne. It was no, I I yeah. made him with science. There he is. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Okay, that's yeah. what we went for. Or <laughs> or the, the my other favorite thing is the gorilla ATATs, like the gorilla walkers that make oh yeah, sense. I was like, what's the point of that? Like it doesn't make any sense. Um oh that's not true. My other favorite line is when Bill Weasley yells, I'm the spy in the at the last film. Uh do you remember that at all? I have no idea. No. Nope. Oh my gosh. So Bill Weasley I is is, realized- is General Hux, like he's Ginger Moth Tarkin. Um, yeah. and, uh, and he, wanted, there was this really silly subplot in the last, mo- in the third movie of the last trilogy, where um, there is a leak. The, the First Order is leaking information to the resistance or whatever. And you don't really know who it is. Then Bill Weasley announces dramatically I'm the spy! <laughs> just like that and then he's like unceremoniously murdered (laughs) like after after he does that because he does it in like the bridge of a star destroyer and they're like oh you know and then that was that (laughs) and i'm like okay this is getting a little silly (laughs) actually can we all agree that the that the part that almost caused me to just like walk out of the theater and just never talk about this again is in the last jedi when luke drinks the milk from the tit of the alien i don't understand that is the
0: best scene of, that, <laughs> of the entire franchise that
1: the happened. entire franchise if that, that, if that
0: was the only thing you saw i'd be like yep because i feel like that that, that just so that is bad. the embodiment of how of how um uh, mark hamill felt about that movie he was just like, this is I'm getting paid. I don't care. Like, is I'm this character oh, has been begged has been absolutely destroyed.
1: I don't have any. I do have any. <sighs> I could not handle it. I could. That happened. I was in the theater with Beth and our friends Matt and Amanda, and it happened. And and like Matt and I were like, "Oh my god!" Like, like I I was like, "Oh my god! This is unforgivable!" <laughs> <laughs> like it was it was unforgivable. somebody just peed on the altar of yahweh i was like ah! i had a heart attack oh that was that was tough that was hard to watch man that God, was hard yeah. now was that harder to watch
0: than cgi luke in the last episode
1: i did not hate cgi luke i didn't like at first, I, I thought could, it was. I the couldn't. New guy. at first I thought it was just like the new actor. Like I think Sebastian Stan is going to be playing Luke now, in some of these. So at first, I just thought that, and then and then I saw that he was that deepfaked sense. a little bit. But at first, I was just like, oh, I, I just must be that. Just must be the new guy, you know. But but uh, when I discovered he was deepfaked, I was like, well, I guess it was a little uncanny. But I just assumed it was like makeup. Like I assumed they made him up a little bit to make him look a little more like mm. Luke. But I didn't hate it. Like I didn't think I didn't think it was I didn't think it was as I don't think it was totally Orville Redenbacher, you know. I don't think it was like it was just looked terrible. <laughs> You'll love my my I really wish corner, they would have just name. gotten somebody else. Yeah, like ultimately I that's really, I really I, wish
0: they had just put I get it that they want to still like bring out like be like Mark Hamill that he's still playing, you know. Luke Skywalker. I'm like, "Yeah, but like let somebody else do it." Like he like, probably wants somebody else to do it at this point. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's because like, let,
1: let the right. character evolve. Sure, sure, and and I'm fine with it. Like I'm I'm fine. I you know me. Like I'm all about like having real people play these characters. Like there's no reason to CGI them. I I, I even found um, I loved Rogue One. I, I the worst part of mm-hmm. Rogue One was was Grand Moff Tarkin being. CGI in there. I was like, "There's no reason to CGI Grand Moff Tarkin." Well, he he'd have to play a big part in the story. So put just put a guy in there and name him Grand Moff Tarkin. Like I don't I don't care. Like we all get it. Like we all understand that the guy yeah. is dead. Like you know he was old as hell when he was Grand Moff Tarkin in seventy seven. He's probably dead now. You know, like no, nobody's I, mad about that. And they could
0: easily like get around that, just be by like what they did in episode one, where like you didn't want to see who Palpatine was, well we put him in a hologram, great, and we just make the hologram slightly distorted so you can't see.
1: That's all you have to do. Yeah, that's all you it, have that, to do. That's a great point. Like, there's no reason for Grand Moff Tarkin to even be on the ship half the time. Like, like he he, he could just he could just be like Moff Tarkin, you know, and and he just brings up a hologram. You're exactly right. Like. And then we go, oh, cool, Moff Tarkin, and then we move on. Like we don't have to worry about. No, I totally agree with that. I, 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 was easily the worst part of Rogue One, and I love Rogue One. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't think this was, um, this was terrible. I, I liked. Uh, I liked that last episode a ton. I, I liked how everybody, um, you know, just how laughable some of it was. You know, like when, uh, when when moff gideon is like okay i will now fight the mandalorian and then he just gets his ass kicked like he just he just gets kicked (laughs) he just gets destroyed by a guy with a spear and i'm like what did you think was going to happen he's the mandalorian he's going to kill you you know and then luke shows up and luke just luke just tears it up like (laughs) he's just just destroys Uh, left and right I was like good. Whenever,
0: whenever the the X wing, whenever the X wing like flew by, I started laughing, and Annie was like, "What is?" It? I was like, "That's going to be Luke. It's going to be Luke. They're going to obviously throw Luke here at the very end, and it's going to be hilarious." And then yeah, he just like comes and destroys everything. I'm like, "Yep."
1: <laughs> and that's Luke really is at like the height of his power. That's exactly right, and that's really how that's really how the Jedi should be portrayed in in all of the Star Wars things. Like, and I really believe that. Like one of the reasons why. <laughs> the why the original trilogy works so well is because there's really only two force users in the whole trilogy and 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 when they're not doing stuff they're doing other things like luke is put in jeopardy when he's not training or facing vader luke is put in jeopardy by being put on a on a airspeeder in hoth or luke is put in jeopardy by going trying to destroy the death star or by getting on a on a speeder bike with leia like like he's doing things to further the plot and he's not really using a ton of jedi powers to do them and so like it it saves the jedi part right like it saves it for that moment where you're like yeah these guys are legitimate space wizards and they're going to kill us that's what makes that's what makes the end of rogue one incredible you know the end of rogue one is amazing because vader just eviscerates people and you go that's right that's right vader is absolutely terrifying and and will kill you (laughs) yeah you know and and that's what made the end of this episode so great luke shows up and and Mm -hmm. just sort of return of the jedi style calmly enters in and just and just like just takes down everything and, uh, and everybody's amazed. Like, all the actors are like, oh, my gosh. Moff Gideon is like, I got to kill myself. <laughs> like,
0: Moff yes, Moff Gideon freaks out, kills <laughs> as many people as possible than himself.
1: <laughs> I love that. I, I love that plan, too. He was like, okay, new plan. Uh, kill the Mandalorian. It's bang, bang, bang. Okay, that doesn't work. Uh, kill myself. <laughs> that, that, none of that works. Kill the child. Okay, the guy, dropped. you know, defended it. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, nope. Oh, shit, you know. Well, I guess that's it then. (laughs) That makes
0: sense, honestly, with it being so close to after the second Death Star's destruction, being like, knowing about, well, what happened? Well, this Jedi came and destroyed the Empire and like obliterated it. (laughs) I'm like, okay, now he's seeing that Jedi. If not that Jedi, he's seeing a Jedi come. And he's like, oh, well, I'm dead.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's such a good point, Jory, because this is what makes the story. This is another thing that I think stories that are set around the original trilogy are able to do really, really well, right? Rogue One does this very well. Like it, it reminds us that there's been almost 20 years since any anybody has seen really a force user. Mm-hmm. We've just heard myths about them. That's a whole generation of people who grew up without a Jedi uh, 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 order maintaining peace in the galaxy. And so you've heard stories that there's there's this right hand man of the emperor who is a wizard. But but even like the people that and we get this from a new hope, even the people that are around him don't totally believe it, you know, like even yeah. they're even they're just like oh. you ancient know, no, religion. Yeah, no way. <laughs> like 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 and then he has to use literal space magic to kill a guy, you know, and 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 the shows. Um and so like Vader shows up at the end of Rogue One. And and nobody is ready. Like everybody's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and rebel troops are getting thrown in the air and eviscerated and destroyed. Uh, and and you're right. Then you get to this episode of the Mandalorian, and once again, there's only one Jedi. It's just one. There's a rumor that there's some wizard that the that the Rebe- that the rebellion has. Come on, you really buy that shit. You know, and and it just goes, and then you get to the point where, yeah, there's this rumor that that uh, that 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 same wizard kills the emperor, aids in the destruction of the Death Star, and then that same wizard shows up. Moff Gideon's like, fuck, ah! you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not good. You know, how am I supposed to beat this guy? Like, you don't, you don't beat him because he's Luke Skywalker, and he will kill yeah. you. Um, and I love that. I think that's all great. I think yeah. that's all great. Um, nothing beats Boba Fett sitting on the throne with with Fennec sitting next to him drinking some blue alcohol. Like nothing, nothing, it's nothing blue beats milk, that. Let's be honest. It's just it's, it's the blue, blue milk. It's blue milk from that uh, from that one random planet with that awful puppet. <laughs> that yeah yeah. Because isn't that what it was? Isn't that what Luke drank? Blue milk from the from the utter of the. I don't,
0: yeah that's what he oh my gosh i just really well because he also drinks it in episode four whenever he yes is, uh still with his aunt and uncle
1: yes it's it's his a uncle commodity who's in
0: robes and his aunt who's in a jean jacket
1: yeah i remember that <laughs> his aunt who sings for fleetwood mac <laughs> i remember that yeah that's pretty great uncle owen Aunt peru <laughs> I love those characters. I love those characters. They're just, when they're just shoehorned in episode two, they're like, oh yeah, and here's Owen and Baru. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Oh, I, I guess mean, you and thing- I are stepbrothers. Yeah, I'm a deranged murderer. <laughs> 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 and a fascist. I support fascist dictatorships. Oh, great. <laughs> I no, didn't mean to no. interrupt you, Jory. I'm sorry.
0: No, you're good. You're good. Honestly, like the one thing they, c- they could have really not done. In the last episode of The Mandalorian, was bring in uh, R2. There, there was no yeah. there was no need to like to, to imagine as Luke is making this devastating line of death and destruction, R2 is just kind of following behind him, right? <laughs> but like, but no one notices it while they're looking at the screen. You never see R2 following him. And so you're like, right. so <laughs> I'm like, why? Why have him just let R
1: two be still in the ship. We get it. We know, right? It was it was pure pandering, you know. And, yeah. and some people were like, some people were like, well, bringing Luke in was pure pandering. And I and I, I actually totally disagree because based on and the reason I disagree is it's because it's established rules and it's really the only thing that makes sense. Who is the other Jedi that's around in three years after Return of the Jedi, other than Ahsoka and and Luke? Who 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 are they? We know Ahsoka's around only because of the way it's connected to the Clone Wars. And so Ahsoka's around because of that. We know that. And then Ahsoka makes that comment. Ahsoka's like, there really aren't many Jedi left. I don't really see this as pandering. I see this as just following the only logic that's in the show. Like another Jedi, like baby Grogu is looking for other Jedi. Okay, well ahsoka herself is like there's really not many left so who, who is he gonna bring my theory for a little while was uh after grogu reaches out in the force the the uh the the watch the mandalorians that mando is a part yeah. of come to save them and that grogu makes his choice to stay with mando and not be a jedi you know by by summoning the mandalorians but that's not what they went with which is fine that would have just been a little more heart 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 wrenching. The other thing I do now is I send uh, um, pictures of Burt Reynolds to people, and I and I'm like I'm like, isn't Mandalorian great? <laughs> because <laughs> because Pedro Pascal just sort of kind of looks like Burt Reynolds. They're like that's not that's Burt Reynolds, and I'm like yeah, I know, but he kind of looks like Pedro Pascal. <laughs> I mean that that
0: poor man. He's he's been carrying the Star Wars franchise on his shoulders for so long, so long.
1: <laughs> he's doing well. Luckily, uh, Boba Fett's back to uh, yes. help him out. To help him out. No, I, I I've been loving it. I've been yeah. I've been very impressed. And uh, and that's kind of my approach. That's going to be my approach with at least the Mandalorian. Yeah. It probably the, won't be honestly, my approach with Obi Wan, but. We'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah. yeah, I keep forgetting that that's a thing.
1: Obi Wan, starring Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. I don't know how that's gonna work, but but that's what he's doing.
0: I don't know. Like I I I think your your mindset is right. You just kind of be like, well, let them just world build them their own thing, what they're doing, because I mean it makes sense. I just I don't know. I I, I I feel like I've finally like caught up on so much other world building uh, for Star Wars, and then like whenever the the sequels have come out, them being like, oh yeah, that's all non canon. I'm like, I don't want to have to learn a whole new system.
1: <laughs> I totally know what you mean. I think it's wrong that it's not canon, like, and I still do. Uh, even with even with Mandalorian being being okay, but I think that um, the pacing is really good. And so we no. we don't have to, because it's not binge it's not bingeable. They don't just drop a season and then you binge it, and it and yeah. the the pacing allows it to to kind of breathe and uh, allows it to sort of take shape. Um, it's also a character driven thing in in a, in a really important way, and so many episodes are 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 only tangentially designed to world build. It's it's more that they're there to show you who the mandalorian is i tell you uh i tell you the one character that i was most impressed with is bill burr's character the uh the comedian bill burr the bald guy yeah. uh he man he's only been in two episodes over two seasons and it's a strong character like like it, it it's yeah. an interesting character it 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 comes across really well like you totally understand him you know good for bill burr for 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 really portraying it well because that's that's uncommon there there are not many characters and there are not many actors that really don't require a lot of work for for it to sort of just be there where it is so good for them well any any final comments about mandalorian before we before we end it if you haven't watched it yet, sorry for spoiling like everything,
0: but still go watch it.
1: <laughs> still go watch it. It's worth it. It's totally worth it. Book of Boba Fett coming out this time next year. I, uh, I will be watching the Book of Boba Fett unless I am dead, which is possible. You never know. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, um, never know. And, and I will be more than pleased to watch Dad Bod Boba Fett kick some ass. <laughs> and uh, i didn't even care i was like he's got a little dad bop, cool he's still killing people with a tuscan raider you know weapon like he's (laughs) he's just crushing although by the way final thing i love the dichotomy of like you've got mandalorian beskar which is apparently the only real armor in all of star wars mixed with Mm. you know milk jugs that are painted white and given to <laughs> given to stormtroopers. And they're like, hope this works. <laughs> and they're like, it's not working. Nothing. It's stopping nothing. <laughs> hey, what about some of that Beskar? No. <laughs> no Beskar. <laughs> but.
0: Let's be honest. That, that's exactly how it is. It's like, well, we've got this armor for the main troops, but for people that are actually important, like higher up people or people who are making their own armor, they're uh-huh. actually going to get good armor.
1: Right, right. Armor it, that's effective. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It's more armor than they you know, armor that can stop lightsabers and shit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> like, wow. Everybody should have that. If everybody had that, the Jedi would be screwed. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. Just just an arm brace of it. Just one piece. Yes, <laughs> so that's all you need. That's, that's all you need. Oh, my. Well, friends, thanks for listening. This has been a mini-show of What the Hell is a Pastor? We are Spanks Reebok and Jorbitroth, and we will see you next time. buddy thanks for being on man i appreciate it yeah no problem it's good whenever you need